Hello, and welcome to Saint Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. Saint Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic toys, books, and more. Catholic mom designed, Catholic kid approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more and sign up to receive free coloring page printables while you're there. Today we'll be telling the story of St. John Joseph of the Cross, whose feast is celebrated on March 5th. John Joseph was born on the island of Ischia off the Italian coast on August 15th, 1654. When he was born, his given name was Carlo, but he took the religious name of John Joseph of the Cross when he entered the Order of Friars Minor at age 16. At age 20, he was sent to help form a convent in Piedmont and not only helped found it, he helped build it with his own hands. He was ordained a priest and against his wishes was made the superior. During his life, he tried to avoid all attention. He was incredibly humble and even though he was the superior and known as a miracle worker, he always tried to deflect attention away from himself. St. John Joseph of the Cross is the patron saint of Ischia, Italy. Now it's time for our story. A brisk wind blew past St. John Joseph as he pushed open the gate to the convent. The garden was still bare. It was February, and the new growth of spring had not yet arrived. Last year's leaves and twigs crunched underfoot as he made his way down the path to the convent door. He had spent the whole day out and about and was glad to be home for the night. When he reached the steps leading up to the door, he saw a man standing there. Oh, Father John Joseph, I'm so glad you're here. I've been waiting for you all afternoon. Please, you must come with me. My poor wife is very, very sick. Please come and pray for her. I have heard that God hears your prayers and cures the sick. The man came down the steps and tried to usher him back down the path towards the gate. But John Joseph smiled kindly at the man and said, I'm so sorry to hear your wife is sick. What else can you tell me about her? The man, who was eager to get back to his ailing wife, shifted his weight uncomfortably from one foot to the other. Well, um, she's a very good woman, and I love her very much. And well, I'm not sure what you want to know, but she's very sick, and could you please just come and pray with her? If you come, I'm sure she'll be healed. People say that you have the ability to cure people. Oh, it's not me. It's God, John Joseph replied simply. St. John Joseph had a reputation for being able to heal people, which was true, but he didn't like it, because sometimes people forgot that it really wasn't him, it was God acting through him. He was a very humble man, so he always tried to keep himself out of it, asking people to pray to other saints or take some medicine while he prayed privately for them at the convent. I'm sure your wife is wonderful, he continued. Where are you from? Naples. We live in Naples, the man replied, growing slightly impatient. Ah, Naples is wonderful. You must enjoy living there very much. And what do you do there? The man was confused by the small talk, but he politely responded. I work as a merchant, and yes, it's quite beautiful. Although right now, I don't think my wife would agree. Ever since she's been sick, she's been asking for peaches. And around here, I mean, there are no ripe peaches in February. But every day feverish as she is, she's been asking for peaches. He half smiled at Father John Joseph, fully aware of how strange it must sound that his sick wife was asking for peaches. But Father John Joseph smiled. I see. 
Well, let's see what we can do about that. He sidestepped the man and began to climb the steps to the convent door. He stopped halfway up and leaned forward, reaching over the ledge, and snapped four dead branches off of a chestnut tree that grew there. The confused man watched him, not quite sure what was happening. Then John Joseph turned around and handed them to him. He said, Don't worry, your wife will get her peaches. Tomorrow, St. Peter and St. Pascal will give her the peaches she's been craving. He handed the dead chestnut tree branches to the man, who was looking increasingly confused. But John Joseph continued cheerfully, Take these sticks, plant them in pots, and leave them on the windowsill of your home. If it's God's will, your wife will get her heart's desire. The man looked at the dead sticks in his hand and replied, Uh, Father, how could peaches grow from dead chestnut branches? Also, I asked for prayers, not peaches. I was told that you could heal her, that I could trust you to do it. All the hope I have left is in you coming to see her. Father John Joseph was already opening the door to the convent. He turned to the man and said, Leave it in the hands of Providence and of Saints Peter and Pascal. Have a good night, and closed the door behind him. The Neapolitan merchant looked down at the dead sticks in his hand and then back at the closed convent door. He was disappointed. He was sure that if Father John Joseph came and prayed over her or touched her, that his wife would be healed. If the miraculous man didn't come, how would she be healed? But as he walked home, he thought about it, and he decided he would try anyway. Maybe God would still hear his prayers, even if this hadn't gone the way he had hoped. That night, he planted the dry, dead chestnut sticks in four separate pots and placed them on the windowsill of his sick wife's room. He thought about what Father John Joseph had said, that if it was God's will, his wife would get what she longed for. So he said a prayer and decided to put all his trust in God. She was already sleeping, so he kissed her on the forehead and left the room. The next morning, he awoke to the sound of his wife excitedly calling him. Dear, dear, come quickly! He hurriedly rushed to her room, afraid she had gotten sicker, but to his amazement, he found her standing by the window, perfectly healthy, with a beautiful ripe peach in her hands. There, on the windowsill, the four sticks had transformed overnight into four little peach trees, and on each one hung a perfectly ripe peach. The merchant burst into tears. Praise God, he exclaimed. God has heard our prayers. The story of St. John Joseph of the Cross reminds us that miracles are meant to increase our faith in God, not man. St. John Joseph of the Cross, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed the story. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time!